0: Support your journey to wellness at B I O P T I M I Z E R S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.
1: Hi, I'm Bobby, and I'm your friend who knows just a little bit too much about pop culture. Welcome to your weekly meeting of Pop Culture Fanatics Anonymous. This week is my birthday week. I turned 23 on November 7th, and so I thought it might be fun to share a little story about myself, but of course, I'm going to share it through the lens of one of my favorite shows of all time, The Good Place. This is going to be, I think, a rather quick episode, but hopefully a really good story. And spoilers ahead for The Good Place, of course. This is The Bad Place. This was a phrase that perfectly described my reaction to NBC's The Good Place ending in its fourth season. No, the show was not cancelled, and it was not being pushed to the purgatory that is becoming an online-only show. It ended because the story that was set out to be told was now complete. The show had amassed a large following of people who both have an appreciation for theories about the afterlife and also an equal appreciation for cocktail shrimp, Blake Bortles, and Peep Chili. So, rather than convince you to watch a show that has seldom received a bad review, I am simply going to guide you on my time in the good place. Beginning in the winter of 2018, I was hit with that feeling that many go through on holiday breaks. What should I watch? This question is more contentious than one may think. You could fall into old habits and binge a show that you've seen a thousand times. Or you could take the plunge on a completely new show and cross your fingers and pray that it doesn't suck in the process. For me, I decided to shoo away another binge watch of The Great British Baking Show and take a chance on something new. At this time, I had recently accepted an offer to intern with NBC, so I figured that I should get caught up on some of their shows. Thinking nothing of it, I stumbled upon this show called The Good Place. And I saw the showrunner, Michael Schur, and thought, well, if Moe's from The Office made a show, it's got to be good. From that moment of haphazardly choosing this show, I was immediately affixed with a surge of emotions that I did not know what to do with. First, I was dazzled with the ensemble cast. I already could ensure a great performance from Ted Danson and Kristen Bell, but the rest of the supporting characters absolutely held their weight, too. Specifically, the Not a Girl, Not a Robot in Janet, played by the ever-amazing Darcy Carton, and the perfectly stupid DJ from Jacksonville in Jason Mendoza, played by Manny Jacinto. Then the show's writing floored me. It was smart, but not condescending, and some of the jokes left me thinking. Did someone from the writer's room put a wire in my room because that Stone Cold Steve Austin joke was written specifically for me? The show constantly stayed fresh and fun without jeopardizing the serious issues that they presented. And finally, I was just genuinely astonished that this show did something that other shows really hadn't done before. It made me think. This isn't to say that this was the first show that I enjoyed for the intelligence of the script, but the questions that were posed in the show didn't have an instantly attainable answer. I had heard of Philippa Foote's trolley problem, but the show posed variations of the ethical dilemma that left me not knowing what I would do, and I really loved that. I loved not being spoon-fed the answers, and the show left the problem with me and put the responsibility to decipher it on me too. After discovering the show, I had the privilege of meeting the cast and creators a few times, which put my love for the show over the top. I actually have a few stories, so I'm going to share them very briefly with you now. We've got a few episodes under our belt here at the Hi, I'm Bobby podcast. And I, guys, I got to tell you that it wasn't simpler to start a podcast than with Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. So let me explain. It's free, There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast straight from your phone or your computer. Anchor will literally distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. If this sounds amazing to you, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I am so excited and I hope you guys will make a podcast today. So the first time I met the casting creator of The Good Place was at the Peabody Awards in 2019. Um, if you don't know, I graduated from the University of Georgia, Go Dogs, and housed within the University of Georgia, specifically Grady School of Mass Communications and Journalism, which is where I got my degree from, um, is the Peabody Awards. And the Peabody Awards, I'm very biased because I worked there for two years, but the Peabody Awards is, I think, one of the most prestigious awards that you can receive in entertainment, news, podcasting, documentary, whatever it is. Um, Mainly because it is decided upon by people within the industry. And you might hear that and be like, well, of course, like many awards are decided upon by like peers within the industry. But if you know a little bit about how awards tend to go, it is very easy to buy awards. Let's just say that a lot of studios have a large budget for awards and you can all but not buy an award for a film or a TV show, but the Peabody Awards is decided on by jurors and these jurors are like some of the most accomplished people within entertainment. It's insane. And so the fact that I got to work there for two years um, as a communications assistant is something that I will literally never forget in my entire life. Um, And all the people that I worked with we're just so kind and and nice and sweet and just always like we're looking out for me, um and I miss it. I really do. I really do miss it. That's like one of the best things that I did, um, when I was when I was in college. But to stop gushing about the Peabody Awards, in 2019, um, there were so many great TV shows that got a Peabody that year. Barry, which stars Bill Hader on HBO, got a Peabody award. Um, Sesame Street got their institutional Peabody award. Um, which is given to like, you know, long running shows or organizations. Um, and so that happened to coincide with Sesame Street's 50th anniversary. So it was really cool to see that. Um, and The Good Place got a Peabody Award that year. And to accept the award, um, Michael Schur showed up, who's the creator of the show, like I mentioned. Um, Manny Jacinto, who is just as hot in person, um, Darcy Carton, who is absolutely so funny and amazing and so tall and William Jackson Harper who plays Chidi at Adagonia and he is just so nice and so sweet. Um, so they were all there to accept their Peabody awards and me, the little communications assistant, I was there to provide coverage for our like social media channels and whatnot. Um, so I was there taking my little pictures and like doing my little thing, wearing my little like black cocktail dress. I guess it wasn't really like a cocktail dress, but I felt like the bell of the ball that night. Like I truly, (laughs) I truly like peaked as a person I felt, um, because like I, I got my own hotel room. I had this beautiful dress that I was wearing. Like I was wearing these heels that definitely hurt my feet and I should not have worn them. Um, but I just truly felt like the bell of the ball, even though I was definitely like I was working the entire night. I was just walking around, filming everything that I could. Um, and so finally we get to the end of the night. Um, the award ceremony is over and there's always an after party. And so at this after party, I was like uh, still doing coverage, like, you know, kind of showing the surroundings and everything like that. And it's so strange because it was like all these people that are so, accomplished just like hobnobbing with each other in this tiny little room. It's the uh, Cipriani in New York. And that was that was where like the the after party and I guess the ceremony were held. And so I saw like people like Dolores Huerta who is like a, a workers' rights activist and like this huge workers' rights activist. She was like standing right beside me at this table. Um hassan was the I think he was the host Either he was the host or he was accepting an award, either way. Um, he he was there and like it was amazing. And I think he also got a peabody, uh, for the Patriot Act, I think, I'm pretty sure. And so all these people are just like in this room, just having a good time, talking to each other, talking about each other's work. And here I am, little I think at the time I was twenty. Um, little twenty-year-old me, uh, in this room feeling like a fish out of water. I was happy to be there, but I just felt so out of place. And I was walking around and it wasn't until other people from my school because I was a communications assistant and then there was like an extra like a separate set of students who were also working the event like um helping to kind of wrangle talent and do everything like that. So I was waiting for them to show up because I only knew one person <laughs> and I was like okay, I know this one person I'm going to wait for him to show up so I won't be alone. Um, and so finally the students show up, everyone's partying, everyone's like, you know, drinking or whatever. And then the cast of the good place shows up and there's, I find myself, I don't know how like, I'm trying to remember, but I don't know how, but I find myself in a circle with the other students and Michael Schur is right there. And he's talking about like how much he loves the Peabody's and everything. And it was just like, I felt like I was in a dream. (laughs) At one point, it just, it was insane. Like Michael Schur is right there in this little circle. And then I turn around and the little, like, I guess the open bar, because I was 20, I was not drinking legally. I have to say I was not drinking, um, but the open bar had like cheese or something. And so I just happened to turn my head and I was like, oh, is that cheese? And Darcy Carton is standing there. I guess she's waiting for a drink. And she's like, yeah, I have some. And so we are like having this small exchange over Parmesan cheese. Michael Shore is like to my left. Manny Jacinto and William Jackson Harper are like over like to my right. Like I, I can't make this up, guys. It was <laughs> it was insane. The, the time that I was having in that moment. And so the party dies down and we're all like, you know, stars are hopping in their like huge SUVs heading back to their hotels or hopping on flights to go back home. And before Michael Shore leaves, like the car for The Good Place shows up, and I guess they're all staying in the same hotel or whatever. Before he steps in his his SUV to leave, he turns back to us, the group of students he was with, me, me, I'm included in that group, and he shakes my hand. He's just like, it was so nice to meet you. And I was like, it's so nice to meet you. Like, thank you for creating this show that I love so much. And that was all I was able to eke out before he left. But I was like, Oh my gosh, like I just met Michael Short. Like that was, that was a moment that I think will forever be kind of like permanently like tattooed on my brain. Um, because I just felt like, wow, like this cemented the feeling that I had of like wanting to be in entertainment and wanting to make stories. You know, for lack of a better term, the Peabody Awards, they're one of their taglines is like stories that matter. And that moment made me want to like make a story that mattered, like the good place. Like it was, it was absolutely insane. So we're going to fast forward. Like I mentioned previously, I was an intern that same summer. Let me tell you something. The year 2019 truly was the year of Bobby. I I, I turned 21 that year, I think. No. Nope. Yeah, I turned 21 that year. Um, I got to meet the cast of The Good Place um I got to meet Michael Shore I lived in Los Angeles for three months which you know not really a big fan of Los Angeles but still I got to just do a bunch of things like 2019 was truly that year for me um miss it dearly because 2020 wow wow what a difference that was anyways um so fast forward from the Peabody Awards were in May in or yeah, it was in May. In the end of May is when I went out to Los Angeles, uh, to intern with NBC. I interned, uh, in the publicity department for NBC Entertainment. And so basically, that it was basically all the shows that were on the NBC network fell under NBC Entertainment. So you have both the um like scripted series. So at the time, it was like Good Place. I think, um, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Trying to think what else. Like a lot of the like serious shows like manifest and um everything and then you had the like alternative shows um so those were like um what is it america's got talent like game shows basically i was an intern um for the publicity department so really what that meant was that i we were there was a group of interns it was maybe four or five of us six of us the number fluctuated throughout the summer um but we all kind of like got assigned to a, um, a publicist and we happened, I happened to get matched with the publicist for The Good Place or one of the, or one of the publicists for The Good Place, there was two. And so one of the publicist comes up to me and she's like, Hey, like you, you got matched with me. Um, you know, we're going to a, uh, like a reading, like a script reading, would you like to come? And I was like, "Uh, yeah, yeah, I would like to come to a script reading for the good Place Season four. Are you kidding me? Um, so we hop in a golf cart on the Universal back lot, which a uh, side note, I love Universal Studios is probably one of my favorite movie studios, and I love the back lot so much. I have watched uh, countless hours worth of universal like Studios tram tours of the back lot." And so getting to actually work on the backlot for a summer was another memory like that was just permanently tattooed on my brain. Um, It was um, it was just so amazing all at once. So the fact that like, oh, my gosh, I'm on a golf cart on the Universal Studios backlot heading to a a reading like a writer's room reading of The Good Place. It can't get much better than this. And (laughs) and that's truly just how I felt. It couldn't get much better than that. So we we had in our golf golf cart and we're heading there, and I we get into an elevator and we're heading up to where the good place like offices was like where they would be doing this reading, um, and we walk out of the elevator and the two publicists that I'm with they go like ahead of me because they know where they're going and I don't know where I'm going I'm just kind of like la di da di da I'm just there, and I turn to my right immediately coming out of the elevator and who do I see but the Long Island Teddy D is Ted Danson like literally immediately to my right and when I tell you that I like felt the heat from my body escape through my feet I just had this cold chill run over me because I was so like starstruck and before that I don't know if you would have like If I would have put Ted Danson on like a list of people that I was just genuinely starstruck by, but having watched The Good Place at that point and seeing like, oh my gosh, this is Michael, like the demon. (laughs) He was just standing there. He's so tall. And I don't know if he was just super tall, if I was super short, or if it was kind of a combination of both. But I turned my head to the right and I see Ted Danson and I'm like, oh my gosh. So I just immediately turned to the left and like start walking to where we're supposed to be sitting. And in my head, I was like, that was, that was Ted Danson. Like that was that was Ted Danson. Like And so I just had to kind of like reel myself back in to one of like, OK, I need to find my place. I need to sit down. um, And so as I'm sitting down, we're seeing more people from the cast like violin, like I think after Ted Danson comes in like Kristen Bell is over to the side, like making herself a cup of coffee, like Darcy Carton and like Manny Jacinto are like talking and like William Jackson Harper is there and like Jamila Jamil, like she's there. Like it, they were all just there just hanging out like very, very casual. And I was probably the only person in the room who was genuinely like, what the hell is going on? What do you guys not see? That's Ted Danson. That's Kristen Bell. Like what, where do we? Why are you guys not as pumped as I am? And it's because I was the only intern in the room. Everyone there had seen these people a thousand and one times. They were all just coworkers, but I was just the little like 20 year old intern. That's like, Oh my God. Um, And so that was, it was amazing to hear. Number one, um, I felt like very cool because I had heard, I can't remember which episode it was. It might've been like the fourth episode of season four. Um, but I had to sit on that information for so long until the episode finally aired. And I could be like, Oh my gosh, I was there and I heard everything. Like I saw everything. <laughs> I heard the script. Um, but <laughs> being able to be in a writer's room also was just like a invaluable experience to me to see how it works and see how like readings tend to go and and everything like that. And so the summer was was filled with things similar to those experiences. Like um, there will always just be times where people in the office would be like, Hey, like, do you want to like, you know, go to this thing or like, Hey, do you mind hopping in a golf cart and like sending these papers over to this office or whatever it was? It was amazing. It was an amazing time. Working for NBC was just, ugh, it was an amazing time. And also like, I got to, like, I was interns with people who were super duper cool. Um, and that I still keep up with to this day. So it really became a dream team towards the end of the summer. Like my two intern friends Anne and, and uh, Avery, they were, they were my buddies. They were my pals. And I missed that time. Cause it was just a lot of fun to, you know, run around the studio a lot with them and do Lord knows what. Um, <laughs> so that brings me to my final story before I wrap up this, this podcast episode, which I said would be short and it's edging on 20 minutes. Um, so as I said, because basically The Good Place announced that summer when I was there that season four would be the last season. Um, So it was a weird time of like hearing like, oh my gosh, The Good Place is ending and like they're starting to like shoot The Good Place and everything like that. So because of that, that meant that there was a lot more press surrounding season four as they were beginning to um, ramp up production. And so that meant that we got to go to um like the sets we got to visit the set and like the if you see the promo picture for season four where they're all like sitting on the couch and everything um we were there for that shoot like where they were filmed like shooting the the promo pics for season four uh all the interns got to go and see that and we got to take a picture um on that set so i have a picture of me like on the set with other interns um and like, they were like, oh my gosh, this looks like this could be like a TV show. And I was like, yeah, right. Like, give us a TV show. Anyways, Um, so <laughs> we were there for that. But also um, we were there for, or some of us were there, um, another intern named Kelly and I got to go to the set for when they were like doing a lot of the, um, I guess, like, this is the end of the series. Like here's we're talking about it. We're wrapping up stuff um kelly and i got to go when they were shooting that stuff on the lot um like on the actual good place sets and it was that was an amazing experience like we both were they had like food trucks and everything like it was a it was a fun day it was a long day but it was a fun day um and so we got to go and like get like ice cream and like we happened to be like behind jamila jamil when we were getting our ice cream and like that was a a weird (laughs) that was like a weird experience to be like oh my gosh like we're behind jamila jamil getting ice cream okay um we got to see them like shooting their stuff and everything and it really like it was a long production day i think they were shooting like well into the night and like early morning um but that that was that kind of wraps up my time um <laughs> with with the good place it was a show that i could definitely tell was just so there was so much love put into it and effort and care um not just with the the script obviously the script is fantastic but just the the performances that the actors gave and you could tell that they really cared about the show and like the characters and the story that they were telling um and then also just production wise like the sets were so like detailed and immaculate like it's a like it's a pun on the show that all these different storefronts that appear on the show uh are these like little like punny names and it's true like the physical sets have these like really like funny like puns on them and it's just really it was like a such a vivacious set to look at um it was if you know if you're familiar with the universal studios backlot it was filmed in like the little europe area um, where also, if you're a fan of movies, a lot of the classic movie monster uh, movies, so like Frankenstein, Dracula, they were also filmed on the little Europe sets. Uh, so it's a little bit of a clashing media history that was happening on that one set. You have The Good Place, but you also have like where the origins of the movie monster was born. Very strange, but a fun time if you love media like I do. Um, <laughs> so like I with the, with the cast and with everyone, they were truly just a family of like people working on a labor of love and rather just like a hodgepodge of, you know, big name actors that were kind of thrown together. Like Michael Shore was very deliberate with who he trusted to tell the story. And it really showed with the the care and attention that the cast gave to the, the characters, to the story, like I said. So in the era of smart TV audiences, have been inundated with shows that consistently push the envelope, which definitely can border on shock value. But The Good Place was one that focused on trying to make its audience better, which was absolutely necessary for the climate of 2019 and definitely for the climate of 2021. So we've already said goodbye to a reformed demon, a not a girl, not a robot, an Arizona dirtbag, a human turtleneck, a narcissistic monster, and literally the dumbest person you've ever met sorry, Jason, forever, but it's never too late to consider taking a walk around the good place. I promise you that you will be welcome and everything will be fine. So thank you so much for listening to that episode. Um, it was al- It's always a fun time when I get to kind of talk about that, that story or those like collection of stories, I should say, um, because that summer was just so amazing and incredible. And I'm so incredibly blessed to have like had those experiences and I always loved like talking about them. Um that I I cherished those those memories for sure. But as always, with every single episode, I would like to hear from you. So in the description of each and every episode, you guys already know, there is a link where you can send me a one minute audio message. It could be a hot take, it could be a question, it could be a response to something that I said, it's truly up to you. My one ask, of course, is to keep it respectful, and if sending an audio message is really not your thing, my DMs are always open. You can find me on Instagram at The Afternoon Special, or over on TikTok at The Afternoon Special, or over on Twitter at Hi, I'm Bobby. I really hope you enjoyed this week's episode, and that you'll join me again next week for another pop culture deep dive. Later days, friends.